With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You found a place for straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. The Car Pro Show. Jerry Reynolds is the car pro. He spent over three decades in the auto industry and was voted USA Today's Dealer of the Year twice. His sidekick is Kevin McCarthy, a radio Hall of Famer who has a big voice, red hair, and the modesty of Muhammad Ali. I am the greatest. Here they are now on the Car Pro Show. So how you doing? We're doing great here at the Car Pro Show, and we're here to help you. Make a good car buying decision, and even if we don't, even if you, we don't help you make a good one, we're going to keep you from making a bad one. How's that? That but, works. But you well, know, it's expensive. I mean, you make a mistake with a car, and I still hear from people who go out and buy a car, especially now when you got to fight for cars. You know, it's it's a chore just to find what you want, and then two weeks later, I don't like it. It hurts my back. You know, that's why I've got an article on my FAQ page at carpro.com about taking the proper test drive. It's so important. You, you know, and I get it. Salespeople want you to whip it around the block, come back, and they want to put their hand on the hood and say, if I can get the price right, is this the car you want today? Is that part of the technique? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's That's in the book. That's the way I was trained. Yeah. Lay your hand on the car and ask the question. Is this the car is this you the want car today? You'll take home today if the price is right. Well, and then you get a yes on that. Well, if the price is right, sure. Yeah. That's when they teach you to shut up then. Because the saying is the first one that talks loses. And <laughs> <laughs> you got to write a book someday or one of your true stories someday on just the training that car salesmen get or have gotten in the past. I don't know if they still get the same thing. I kind of did. It's in one of my true stories that I believe was titled uh, Dick. Oh, yeah. My little buddy Dick Ryan, who's dead now, that actually trained me in the business many, many years ago. That was one of his that was one of his techniques. Give his, me an example of the first one to talk loses. Like, well, you say that that goes throughout the negotiation. You know, if you if you make an offer to the customer, then you shut up because if you talk first, that's going to give them the opportunity to say, "No, I'm gone." But if you just stand there, you just sit there, 
it can be five minutes. It can be 15 minutes until, until that customer answers your question. So after five minutes, you don't say, well, is there something no, no, no. about this deal you don't first, like? First one that talks loses. Well, it was I'm, like they, nah, I guess I'm, I'm going to be singing the Beatles song, I'm a loser. <laughs> I'm the first one to talk in a lot of situations. <laughs> yeah, and the last one. And the last. In that, in that same story, I, I talk about the, some of the training, mm-hmm. you know, and his big deal was, you know, when you when you meet a customer on the showroom floor, you ask them what they're looking for, you know, there was a... T- regimen for um you know greeting them mm-hmm. but then if they say hey i want to you know xyz car wait let's check my memory okay if i'm correct about what dick's system is customer says i'm here for that yep. xyz and dick turns around and starts walking into the showroom without looking back walking out on the lot walking out on the lot Without looking back. Never looked back. Never looked back. And he told me, he says, I promise you, when you get to where you're going, they'll be there. <laughs> and I didn't believe him. Well, wait a minute. You just turn around and walk away. Yeah. Come with me and turn around and walk away. And I'll be darned. Every single time that I did that, when I was young, turn around when we got to the line of cars and there they were it's magic (laughs) just magic just simple little tricks well it's all about the struggle for control and that's what it's all about yeah not fun you hope that stuff doesn't go on today but when i was trained that was the way to do it Let's talk to Mike in Seguin, Texas. Mike, welcome. What can I do for you? Hi there. Hey. Yes, sir. How you doing today? I'm good, pal. What's up? Oh, I got a question for you. Um, so I've, I've got an 05 uh, GMC, uh, three-quarter ton with the 6.0, 410 gears, and me and my wife got us an RV trailer. Uh, the, the truck's rated plenty to haul it and it hauls great but we already know that in a couple of years we're going to want to get a little bit bigger trailer which is going to be a little bit too heavy for this truck yeah and i look at the duramax i look at the the 6.0s and now gm's come out with that 6.6 and my thing has always been your maintenance and upkeep and your your extra price for for diesel per gallon doesn't make it worth it, but I wanted to ask you about that. Well, the, here's the trade-off. The diesel engine will go twice as far as the gas engine, especially if you do a lot of towing, because with a diesel, you're not going to know that trailer's back there unless you just get crazy and, you know, get a 45-footer or something like that. Um, uh-huh. So you you pay today close to 10 grand more for that diesel engine you pay more for the fuel uh you got to buy the the diesel emission fluid the def uh but the plus side of it is you're liable to make it to 400,000 miles and you'll always have better resale value 
So I, mm-hmm. I could, Mike, I could make the case financially either way. I promise you. I think the big question is how big is that next trailer going to be? Because in some cases you really need a diesel. You really don't have an option of a V8. Um, mm-hmm. But the, the, and how big it is really isn't the factor. It's what does it weigh? How many, how many pounds are you dragging behind that thing? Are you going to go, right. are you going to go to the top of uh, Pike's Peak pulling that trailer? <laughs> you know, those, those sort of things. And if that's the case, if you like the mountains and you're going to be in them a lot, then I'd definitely go with the diesel if you're going to keep this truck as long as the next one. But look, if you're a couple of years away, a lot can change. I mean, right. regular V8s, half-ton trucks today, the the Ram that I'm uh, reviewing this week will tow 12,750 pounds. And generally, manufacturers underrate their trucks so that you know people are, are happier. So by the, by the time two years has rolled around, you may be able to do it with a half ton. I don't know at this point. I don't know of a half ton that'll pull a huge trailer, but holler back and let's talk about it again. Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, wants to make buying or leasing your next vehicle easy. Call the car pro show at 1-800-926-7777. This is the Car Pro Show, and every week Jerry gives us an update on what he sees at the Mannheim auction here in Dallas and has information from the auctions all over the country. And much to your surprise, after, what, four weeks in a row of used car prices going down? Yep. Not this week, huh? Nope, not this week. They jumped back up, and I don't know why. Dealers were bidding like crazy and running the prices up just like they were prior to about a month ago. Uh, and it was and it was just your run-of-the-mill cars. I mean, it was Camrys and Accords and, you know, regular cars. Um, older pickups were, when I say older, I mean four- or five-year-old trucks with under 100,000 miles. Oh, my God, they were bringing a fortune. Diesels, any kind of SUV uh, were just bringing way over the guide. And it hadn't been that way lately. The only thing I saw that really took a hit was some exotics and real high-dollar luxury vehicles. Uh, so it would have been a good time for me to buy a Ferrari if I could go yeah, to the auction. Yeah. So, yeah. But, you know, 2022 Escalade, I saw a group of those run through. They were all still bringing over MSRP at the dealer auction. Um, 2023 Corvette, uh, it brought... Oh gosh, I I would say ten grand over MSRP, maybe more than that, because these are used cars, so you don't see the MSRP, you don't see the window sticker typically. But knowing about what they run, you know, I think that was probably, well, I think that was probably easily ten grand over. So it, it, there's still some very popular vehicles out there. Richard in San Antonio, Richard, welcome. How can I help you, sir? Hello, guys. How you doing? Doing good, man. What's up? Good, good. Um, I have a, I have a dilemma. Excuse me, I, I just got home. Okay. Um, right after Labor Day, I took my vehicle to one of the uh, t- local Toyota shops here in San Antonio. Uh, Toyota dealer, I'm sorry. Yeah. And 
They've had it ever since. I've told that the issue is a faulty fuel injector. And unfortunately, the fuel injector will not come in until the 28th of September. Oh. So basically, they'll have the truck for almost a month. Yeah. Um, the extended warranty did cover a rental up to 10 days, and I've already exhausted that. They will not provide me a loaner because I didn't purchase the vehicle there, and I haven't established a relationship with them. Yeah, and there's so few there's so few loaners, Richard, because cars are so short. I mean, I have dealers that at one time had 300 loaner cars in their in their loaner fleet, and have zero or or five. You know, I mean, um, how many miles are on your truck, and what year is it? It's a 2019 Tacoma, uh, 4x4, uh, has about 91,000 miles. Okay. So you're still within the powertrain warranty. And th- is the the warranty that you bought a genuine Toyota warranty, or was it a third-party warranty from the dealer you bought from? It was a third-party. Okay. Um, you know, you might call your dealer and tell them, look, I've, I've, I've got an extended warranty, but I've run out of my – my rent car days can you talk to the warranty company and get them to approve another 10 days and I, the reason i suggest that is if a dealer sells a third-party warranty which i don't have a problem with as long as the dealer itself is good 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 dealers sell good warranties and that's always been the rule with me but they also have a relationship with that warranty company I promise you, there's a rep that comes around all the time. You know, what can we do to help you just to make sure that the dealership is still happy with the warranty company? It may be that the owner of the dealership actually owns all or part of the warranty company. So they have some they have some leverage. And if you tell them the truth and just say, look, I bought it here, but I took it to a closer dealer for service because I just thought it was going to be something simple. But now I'm in a bind. I need another 10 days of rental coverage from the extended warranty company. And maybe, maybe if you get to the right person, in this case, I would say the service manager is the right person. Maybe they can get that approved. Service manager that works for the extended. No, service manager at the dealership. Okay, well, I actually spoke to them. Um, but here's another issue they didn't mention. The, We're almost uh, the out of time, advisor. brother. Okay, uh, service advisor that took took in the car never called me back. Uh, they had it in for a week, and I tried to go, get a hold of him. He was off a couple of days, and so there was there was a bit of miscommunication there. Yeah, another um, another reason to talk to the service manager himself and let him know all that. That'll help your case. I appreciate the call. Nothing is quite as disappointing as getting a new car, then not liking it 30 days later. So, before you buy, call the CarPro Show. 1-800-926-7777. Mark in Southern California. Mark, welcome. What can I help you with? Hey, Jerry. 
Hey, I just want to let you know that my wife has never been interested in cars, but she loves your show. Oh, God bless her. Thank you. Tell her I appreciate that so much. That's I'm very good. Sure. Listen, um, I've got a 2014 Buick LaCrosse. It was given to me by my dad. Um, it didn't cost me a dime. It currently has uh, about 50,000 miles on it. Wow. So that's low. We only, we only, yeah, we only, we only drive it maybe ten to, you know, eight to ten thousand uh, per year. So my question is, I don't know anything about the Buick LaCrosse and its value and its, you know, its ability to, you know, what what it what its future maintenance costs are. But my question is, do I keep it and drive it till it stops, or does it have enough value in it now before it gets too many miles on it to trade it in? Um, again, with this, with this low mileage, any, any suggestions? Yeah, it, they're good vehicles. I mean, they, they always were. In fact, it was one of my favorite to review. I, there was just something about that car that I just loved, uh, hmm. the ride, the drive, uh, they were good cars. They were very quiet inside, had plenty of power. Uh, and, and so for me, Mark, it comes down to one thing, sentimental value is you, you can get another Fifty to sixty thousand miles out of that car, and probably do nothing but routine maintenance. But you know, if if there's not a lot of sentimental value there, you can take advantage of this market the way it is right now, while the miles are low. And for me, that's what it comes down to. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I, you know, did your dad love the car? You know, I I don't know that it was one of those things that he just you know. He fought for this is boy. This is the car to have. Um, I think it was just he. He may have gotten on the car lot, and he's. You know what? He's never driven a Buick in his life. He's always had Fords, huh. and so why he bought a Buick, I have no idea. So I don't know that there was that sentimental okay. value to it. Then, then um, so. either way you go, I mean, you can keep driving it and have cheap driving for a long, long time, or. Cash it out now. If you want to see what it's worth at carpro.com, just click on sell a car and let's get you a bid and let's see what it, what it's worth. That might help you make the decision. Hope you do. I hope it works out. Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, knows things about buying and leasing a car that you just couldn't know. So call the car pro show 1 800 926 7777. In the CarPro newsletter this week, Jerry uh, scrounged up the iconic Budweiser Clydesdale ad that was a tribute to the victims and the heroes of 9-11. I loved that. What were the details on that? Did it only run once? Only run one time, and it was on the 10th anniversary of 9-11. I mean, it only ran one day. It may have run multiple times the same day. but But it only ran on that day. That's right. That's it never has run again and yeah it lives on you know well it it was one of the most popular clicks in the newsletter this week well i'm glad Uh, you know it was a wonderful video oh just fabulous i Uh, mean the guys gals who created that yeah uh, there's it takes special person to do that yeah and speaking of videos you're sucked Mine did not suck. It was man. Look at these. Look at these numbers. It sucked. Well, it didn't suck. It's just that yours was so good. 
cop making a pit maneuver against a woman running away from him, and he made it look as easy as just opening a refrigerator door or something. Oh, don't you know she was surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Not in a good way. No. Bob in Austin. Bob, welcome. What can I help you with? Hey, Jerry. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Um, So my wife has been driving Suburban since 2000, but now she needs to downsize. So we have a 2017 Suburban with 80,000 miles. We owe 13000 on it, and it's worth 28000 from <laughs> yeah. CarMax. Uh-huh. Our budget is about sixty k bottom line, 60000 bottom line with some kind of extended warranty. And we plan to put 10000 down and finance 50000 Okay. So we're wanting something with all the interior amenities, and she likes the Buick Enclave or the Envision. Probably the third row SUVs are going to be probably outside our budget with all the nice interior amenities. I don't so know. I, I, I don't know, Bob. I think I, I think the okay. I think the uh, Enclave is still running in that upper fifties, really well equipped. Um, and and okay. when you started telling me you wanted to downsize, the Enclave was the first thing that popped into my head, and and that oh, okay. that happens almost every time with a caller. Something will hit me, and in this case, yeah. the the enclave hit me, and I was also thinking about the uh, XT6 from Cadillac, but I don't think you're going to be able to do that at sixty. So, right, uh, I think the enclave probably will fit the bill. The next step down in the General Motors line is the uh, GMC Acadia which is even a little bit smaller than the Enclave. So you're not going to have quite as much room uh, inside, but it's still a very well-appointed, very nice SUV. Um, the other one, yeah, it's, it doesn't have a third row. I was going to talk about the Lincoln Aviator for a minute because that's been one of my favorites. Uh, certainly the Explorer is something to look at if the Enclave doesn't work out. You get up into an Explorer Limited, they get really, really nice. And and I know for sure that'll fit fit the budget. So I'd concentrate on Enclave first, Escape, uh, Explorer second, and see what that comes okay. up with. And if, you know, you need to make a move on this now uh, because your Suburban's getting on the verge of being really high miles. And I think the market could slap down again you know, at any time. But right now, so suburbans, are, about, suburbans are hot. Okay. So I, I'm seeing, so on the, we've been looking a lot at the Buick Enclaves and the Visions. Um, so what do you, I'm seeing disclaimers from Buicks indicating the seats may not come with all the features like heating, ventilating, massaging. Yeah. You know, do you know what the story is with, with that? They're I'm saving chips. They're, they're okay. saving chips. Is it just a chip issue? It's just a chip issue. And you, okay. you, you'll have to ask one of the dealers, but typically what I'm seeing is, you know, they're they're giving you a little bit of a credit on the window sticker because it doesn't have it. But in some cases, they can go back and put the chip in down the road when they get plenty of them and make that stuff activate. So that's a question to ask. You know, is it gone for good okay. or can we add the chips later? And And if so, put that in writing. That's what I'd want. I think you're on the right okay. track, pal, but do something before that okay. Suburban goes down. I'm afraid that's going to yeah. – one more gas spike back up, 
real high, and that's going to hurt the value. That's why time is of the essence. I appreciate the call, pal. Let me know if I can help you. Roger in San Antonio, Texas. Roger, what's happening? Oh, good afternoon, Jerry. Hi. Hi. I value your expert advice, Jerry. Okay. And I'm caught between a rock and a hard place. I have a Honda CRV 2010 model with 64,000 miles. I hardly take it out of the garage, but I just recently, during this hot weather, took it out, and the AC compressor is locked up. I've been looking around repair shops and everything, and the lowest that I can find, complete with warranty for repairs, is $2,300 for that AC unit. Yeah. Not surprised. And now, now I don't know what to do, because... Uh, it's well, not, what's the problem? What the, I mean, what are you, what, what's bothering you? I know that, but, oh, but is it the money? Is it whether to put that kind of money into a 2010? Uh, do you not have the money? What, what's, what's really going on here? No, I have, I have the money. I was hoping to trade it in for a 23 model, but now I said, well, if I invest 2300 and repair it, I might as well keep it. Yep. I agree. And, and let me tell you, these 2023 CRVs, because it's a brand new model, and because Hondas are so short in supply, you don't even want to try to get one right now. You, it may be a year before we start to see. And Honda never does any incentives to speak of. They don't do rebates. Sometimes they'll do 0.9%, but that's about the extent of their incentive spending. So... Fix the 2010 and plan on driving it another year. I'm sure you're ready for something new. I get that. But there's not going to be any of these things. And if you find one, you're going to pay five grand over sticker price, minimally. How about, how about, how about a Toyota RAV4? If I was just to, should I trade it in broken or should I get it fixed? Well, if you're going to trade now and, it, and you're not going to be, you're not going to be any better on a RAV4. Let me tell you that. That's the the most popular SUV in America, and they are there's a waiting list and they're backed up and most of them are bringing again over MSRP not that much not five grand but you're going to pay more than sticker, uh, and then they're going to knock the hell out of your Honda because the air conditioner is blowing hot. I I I really would fix it and drive it for a while until things settle back down. It could be as early as December. That's okay. what I would do. I mean, I, I look, people ask me questions, and I can tell, oh, no, that this ain't what you wanted to hear. But if you ask me, I'm going to tell you the truth, and I'm going to tell you what I think's best, and that's what I think is best. Okay, Jerry, I needed to hear something like that. Okay, like pal. I said, I value your expert advice. Well, you're very kind. I appreciate it. And I hate doing that. I hate not telling people what they want to hear. I really do, but... I just can't do it. it. It's it's just weird times that we're in right now. But that that 2010 has got a lot of life left back back uh, in it, and it's going to hold its value like crazy. Roger, take care, pal. Appreciate the call. No one wants to go to multiple dealerships just hoping for an honest deal. Call the Car Pro Show for free advice at one eight hundred nine two six seventy seven seventy seven.
One other note of notice in our newsletter this week. Um, if you have been out of the car market for several years and you're getting back into it now, you might not be familiar with the infamous stop-start systems that uh, drove a lot of us crazy when they were first introduced. This Ram I'm reviewing this week's got it. Luckily, they were smart. They put the off button right under the start button. Yeah, well. Boom, boom. Hit the start button, hit the off button on the start-stop. The the problem was, is that when they first came out, a lot of them didn't have that disable switch. General Motors was famous for that. Yeah. So if if you're uh, got a stop start system and you want to know how to not have it stop and start, read Jerry's commentary in the newsletter this week. Gabriel in Tarzana, California. Gabe, what can I do for you? Hi, Jerry. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. I have a 2020 uh, 4 Series BMW, and the lease is almost up. It's due in November, and I've been doing some car shopping as well as thinking of buying out the car. Uh, but when I call you know, the, and figure out the payoff information and with the taxes in California, I you know, wouldn't be making a profit buying the car and then turning around and selling it. Yes. So I was wondering if you thought it was prudent to buy it and keep it for a year, or I was also looking at a BMW X3 and went to the dealership that I bought my 4 Series from, and they gave me a pretty um, good discount. So I wanted to see what you thought as to whether to enter into another lease for the X3 or just buy out the 4 Series for right now that has about 36,000 miles. I, you know, I really think if I were you, I would buy the BMW and plan to keep it a year because I think with what's going to happen in a year is there will be some lease incentives at that time. And people don't always understand unless there's lease incentives, the payments are really high on a lease. Usually, usually buying a car right now, is a cheaper payment than leasing. And I've never said that in my entire life. Leasing has always okay. been cheaper, but it's it's the incentives that go along with that. There are none right now. They'll, they'll come back, I promise you. And when they do, it can make it can make $100 a month difference in the payment. And I've seen it even more than that because you you're only you're only spreading out those you're spreading out those incentives over 36 months which has a, a greater impact on the payment than if you were spreading an incentive out over 60 or 72 months purchasing, right? Right. So if you like the car, I'd buy it. I think it's going to hold its value real well. That's been a popular car. It's not going to bring a year from now what it, you know, what it's going to bring today. But if you really want to if you really want to look at numbers, then with your dealer or with my dealer in Calabasas, either one, compare a purchase of your current BMW and what that payment would be versus a lease on an X3 and see what that payment would be. It may come down to a simple choice of the cheapest payment. I mean, really, at the end of the line, at the end of the day, isn't that all we're all worried about? You know, what, what have I got to write a check for every month? 
I've said it. Exactly. I've said it on the air a million times. I'd have bought the Dallas Cowboys if I could have afforded the monthly payments. I'd have killed. <laughs> I'd have killed myself by now. But <clears throat> still, <laughs> look at those two. Look at those two things, and I'm going to bet you money right this minute that you end up buying the current lease, and then get back on the leasing train. You know when things get better. And I'll always let you know, if you'll continue to listen, I'll always let you know when things are looking up. Gabrielle, I appreciate the call so much. It's a joy to talk to you. The Car Pro Show can make you the smartest person on the block about buying a new car. Call Jerry Reynolds, the Car Pro, at 1-800-926-7777. Michelle, you got the last word this hour of carpro.com. What can I do for you? Hi, thank you for taking my call. You bet, it's a pleasure. Um, I need to buy a new car. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I need to buy a new car. Um, I have a car now that the engine light is not going to be able to be turned off. Okay. And it won't pass smog. Right. So I I heard you before talk about the Kia Soul. Because I used, like to keep my cars a very long time, and you were talking about it not having a chip issue right now. Right. But I was looking for something in that price range and what you thought. Um, I have no idea what to purchase. I'm I'm single. I'm by myself. I don't have children. Um, so I just wanted to get your thoughts on what is a good car out there. That's I, I like Hyundai's. I've always been a Hyundai. Or a Chevy person, right? But I like the Kia Soul. So. Yeah, well, and Hyundai owns Kia. Hyundai owns <laughs> Kia, so you get the you get the ten year, hundred thousand mile warranty. Uh, very nice. That that's certainly one you want to look at if you're trying to stay in that twenty thousand dollar range. Um, now, if you want to go up, the, yeah. the the choices get so. That, I mean, everybody makes a great SUV in that segment, so. I would look at it, and I'll tell you another one to look at. And I'm I'm pretty high on this vehicle. The Nissan Kicks. It's going to run about the same money, but the oh. advantage of that Nissan is Nissan makes everything in the world standard equipment as far as safety features. It's a very safe, small hatchback. So I would look at it. I would look at the Soul. And if you decide to go up a little bit in budget, Look at the Mazda 3. It's a wonderful car, and it's a lot of fun to drive. But with that, Michelle, we're out of time. I wish you the best. Call me back if you need me. It's easy to see a commercial and think, I'd like that car. But before you buy or lease, call Jerry Reynolds at the CarPro Show. 1-800-926-7777. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.